Sunday, 26th of November, 2023. So I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus of Nazareth, whom you are persecuting. Acts 22, verse 8. Rather, the Greek reads, And I answered, Who are you, Lord? And he said to me, I am Jesus the Nazarene, whom you are persecuting. CG. In the previous verse, Paul had fallen to the ground and heard a voice asking, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It next says, And I answered, Who are you, Lord? Paul's questioning of who the presence is shows that even though he had all of the training of a master, he still didn't know who the Lord truly was. It is reminiscent of the story of Samuel in 1 Samuel 3. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and it shall be, if he calls you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. 1 Samuel 3, 8-10 Paul knew that this was a divine messenger, but he could not have imagined that Jesus was that divine messenger. His worldview and presuppositions about the law, the Messiah, etc., would not allow him to believe that his actions could possibly be responsible for the persecution of God's appointed Messiah. However, that was about to change with the next words. And he said to me, I am Jesus the Nazarene. The word Nazarene was not used by Luke in chapter 9. However, Paul here indicates that this is the full title that was spoken to him. Luke's words in chapter 9 were focused more on the persecution and Paul's stubborn inability to perceive the truth, instead recklessly pursuing a false direction. And he said, Who are you, Lord? Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Here, Paul first identifies the source of the words from heaven, because of the audience he is addressing. He carefully calls Jesus the Nazarene to ensure that the proper Jesus, Hebrew Yeshua, was being identified for their understanding. The name was not uncommon in Israel at the time. Identifying him this way would carefully elicit memories of the man who had come and done so many miracles among the people who had been crucified and whose followers avowed that he had risen. Paul poignantly identifies himself with this same Jesus. With that, he completes Jesus' words to him, saying, Whom you are persecuting. Paul doesn't leave out the fact that he had been persecuting Jesus. But the proper Jesus had to first be identified. Matthew Poole describes the term Nazarene used here, saying, quote, That contemned, though not contemptible, name is owned by Christ from heaven, 
that they might not be ashamed when they were reproached by it on earth. End quote. Life application. The name Jesus is the name at which every person shall someday bow. All of humanity, from Adam until the last person born, will acknowledge him. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Philippians 2, 9 and 11. Isaiah, however, ascribes this honor to the Lord, Jehovah. Look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God and there is no other. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return, that to me every knee shall bow, every tongue shall take an oath. Isaiah 45, 22 and 23. Paul directly cites Isaiah and applies what the Lord said through him to Jesus. Either Paul was a heretic and a blasphemer, or he is rightly claiming that Jesus is the Lord incarnate. The truth of Jesus' deity cannot be missed if one truly searches it out. However, presuppositions and biases stand in the way. Paul was given a special grace by encountering the Lord personally. We are likewise offered the grace of meeting Jesus personally through the now completed pages of Scripture. Let us be wise and attend carefully to what we read. The choice is ours, just as it was for Paul. He responded properly. Therefore, King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to those in Damascus and in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and then to the Gentiles, that they should repent, turn to God, and do works befitting repentance. Acts 26, 19 and 20. Paul was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. We are not to be disobedient to the testimony now set forth in the pages of the Bible. Believe and be saved, and then share this message with those you encounter to the glory of God who saved you. Lord God Almighty, thank you for the word that you have given us. It is the place where we can encounter you, to find the truth of who you are. May we not be slack about our pursuit of you, rather fill us with the burning desire to know you more and more each day. To your glory we pray. Amen. I ask 
Who are you, Lord? The voice said. The voice said. I am Jesus from Nazareth. I am the one you were trying to hurt. Acts 22 verse 8.